Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. Joining us today is expert brand strategist, speaker, founder, and principal designer of Studio Garacio, Amanda Garacio. Amanda is a brand strategist and designer, helping her clients clarify what they want their brands to be by translating abstract ideas into concrete aligned visuals through her branding process. Her design and branding voice are aimed at helping her clients and their businesses find their best visual voice and boost their business's credibility and appeal to grow their impact and revenue. Amanda's journey to entrepreneurship began after falling in love with the freedom freelancing granted her after finishing college. She values freedom, challenge, and authentic expression, and wants her clients to feel that it is possible to have the brand that truly captures their vision. (laughs) Hi, Amanda. Hi, Devonay. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, so excited to chat with you. This is an area that I and not great in. I have zero, (laughs) I should say zero, but being able to like extract a brand's voice and being able to create such like a digital presence in graphic design and all the amazing things that you do. is just like such a skill that I was not blessed with. (laughs) So how did you like, maybe in your journey of like maybe loving the arts and how did that like translate into logos and branding and all of the big things that you do? Yeah, I like that word you use, journey, because that's definitely <laughs> what it was for me. So I, you know, I've been creative, interested in the arts as long as I can remember, like way back to, to childhood and everything. When I went to college, that's what I got my degree in was graphic design. And so that's where I kind of started dipping my toe into, you know, the different kinds of design you can do. And then when I started freelancing, I was just a generalist designer, pretty much Anything you wanted to pay me to design, <laughs> I would do because, you know, mama needs the income. <laughs> Girl, um, yeah. <laughs> and eventually over the years, I kind of realized both, you know, what I really love to do, what I'm good at, and what has the biggest impact for my clients. And that is branding. That's helping them kind of, you know, think more strategically about what is it I want my brand to express and then helping them do that in their visuals. and. I like to say that's kind of my superpower is taking those, those kind of abstract ideas and turning it into something you can see, you know? Sure. So uh, yeah, it's just something I, I realized over time was a natural talent of mine. So, yeah. And so does that come through with color stories, logos, website design? Like, tell me a little bit more of all the things that you work in. Yeah. So it always starts with kind of the base brand foundation, which is the logo suite, the color palette and the fonts, because everything else gets built around those, right? So, you know, for like the color palette, we look at like color psychology and accessibility and like how that matches up with the different qualities or the personality that the client wants their brand to have. And same thing with fonts. The logo gets a little more in depth because, you know, you're trying to convey, you know, what kind of business it is or what they do or anything, but it's still the same idea. We're still trying to like choose visuals based on the impressions they give Mm. and make sure that matches with the impression you want to give. Yeah. Fair, fair. So when people come to you, do they come to you like with a fresh business, an idea, or are most of your clients like, I need a refresh 
in my branding? Yeah, so it's a good question. Yeah, these days, most of my clients are either rebrands, like, you know, they've DIY'd for, you know, the first three to five years or whatever. Sure. Um, and now they're like, okay, I need something that is a little more professional, works a little better. And so we rebrand. Yeah. Or they're, you know, serial entrepreneurs that are starting, you know, a second or additional business or whatever. So they kind of know how it works. They want their branding set up right from the start as they're starting this new business. I don't often these days work with like absolute new beginner business owners because they still have to figure out what they want their business to be. It takes, sure. it generally takes a few years in business to kind of like try things out, see what you like, see what you don't, and then know what you want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When people come to you, are they, I would assume that it's maybe the gamut of like, I know my favorite colors or even <laughs> like, I love what this person over here has done. Can we make it look similar? But like with my spin to like, I don't even know where to start. I can tell you, I don't like lime green and that's as far as I've gotten, you know, <laughs> a range when people come to work with you. That is true. I do have that range. And these days, how I kind of address that and get everybody on the same page is we do a brand exploration first before we even, you know, think or talk about visuals to kind sure. of figure out all those things that they want their brand to say. So it yeah. puts less emphasis on, you know, oh, my favorite color is this or, you know, something and it gives us something like concrete to aim for. So we yeah. can say, we can look at a design and say, okay, you said you wanted your business to be A, B, and C. Is this communicating that? Do you feel like sure. this communicates that? So then it takes it off of like, you know, oh, I have this idea that I drew on a napkin. <laughs> right. Or like, you know, I can't stand pink, even though I'm marketing to like skinny bopper 20 year olds, right. <laughs> you know, like something right. like that. But it makes it a little more strategic. Sure. No, that makes, that makes complete sense. So from college, you went into freelance and you were like, this is my jam. And then kind of really built a business around that. Tell us a little bit more about like that. Process. <laughs> yeah, I am the case study for learning by doing. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, like I said earlier, my degree is in design, not business. So mm -hmm. when I started freelancing, I kind of had to learn all that as I was going. Like, I didn't know anything about marketing, about sales, about the legal side of running a business, the financial side, like any of that. So it was definitely learning by doing. And eventually I got to the point where I realized I didn't want to be seen as a freelancer necessarily, you know, at the beck and call of clients or kind of just like, you know, doing the productions, like pixel monkey stuff, I guess. Sure. I actually started to get serious about my business. And that was around the same time I got married, got a new last name. So I was like, well, I have to redo everything anyway. I'm going to do it right this time. So, you know, I did the LLC. I got the separate business bank accounts. You know, mm -hmm. I started being more strategic in my own business. And that's also around the same time I started specializing in branding. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. And is your business, you know, is it a one woman show? Do you have other people working on the creative side or even just on like the back end side of your business? Like how, how are creative studios, I guess, set up? Yeah, uh, that's a good question too. Mine currently, it's mostly just me. I have had a VA at different times come in and help. I have had outsource some of the more production side of creative stuff occasionally, but it's still mainly just me that clients are working with. Yeah. And is that something that you would like to continue? Meaning, yeah, I think there's something so great. And I'm in this space of like small, mighty, I can control more. Not saying that you okay. won't do everything like, yes, please help me. But there's like, there's that all the struggles and wonderfulness that comes with that. And then there's like, 
huge agency who are managing people and all these giant accounts. Like, as you've been doing this for a while, have you felt like you maybe found your sweet spot of like how many clients you want to be working with, the types of clients, things like that? Yeah. Short answer. Yes. (laughs) I definitely don't think I want to like build out to a huge agency or anything because just quite honestly, I don't want to be responsible for somebody else's like salary and employee benefits. And like, I don't want to have to like manage of that kind of stuff at all. Yeah. So even if I did start like growing a larger team, it'd probably be on like a subcontract basis, not like permanent employees. But the part that I love is the design stuff is working with the clients. So I, I feel like if I was growing out a team, I kind of have to give that up a little bit in order to do more managing stuff. And I don't, I don't really want to give that up. So yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. I think sometimes it's having the conversations of like, or at least a lot of the conversations now is like, be a million dollar owner. And by that, like you have to have this giant team and, mm-hmm. and offer these, all of these services and all of these things, which is great and amazing. But also sometimes it's like, at least I say all the time, I don't want to work that hard. I don't <laughs> yeah, want to work no, I get it. great work for great people. And take a nap in the middle of the day if I want to, <laughs> or whatever that yeah. looks like. Yeah. And managing a lot of people, even though I, I do, it's still like, I, yeah, it's, it's okay. I guess giving people permission who are listening that it's okay to stay where you're at doing your own thing, mostly solo with, you know, some contractors and it doesn't have to be such a huge production, I guess. Yeah. There's a uh, great book about that. Actually, mm-hmm. it's called Company of One by Paul mm-hmm. Jarvis. And he's all about you know, you don't have to build an empire. You can just stay like yourself and do your thing. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're at now and the type of work that you're doing, what do you see in the future as far as maybe sectors you want to get into or types of design that you're maybe not doing now? Or like, is there anything that you're thinking in the future of how to change or expand? Yeah, so there's definitely areas that I want to work in more. So food and Bev is one I love, hospitality, that kind of thing, because those are just mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And it, it's cool when you can like go to the, you know, liquor store or something and see like something you designed on the shelf. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a great feeling. I definitely am trying to think of ways I can scale while not having to get like a huge team. So, mm-hmm. you know, other than like the team format, there's the like, how do you transition to like a one-to-many service? And I don't know yeah. yet what that'll look like for me. So yeah, I'm still kind of thinking of like, what would that look like as far as like what I do or what I can teach either to clients or maybe to other designers Sure. in a way that would be one-to-many and scalable that way. So noodling on that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And creating some type of passive income course, something, something that's easily accessible and digestible Yes. for different people. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder with your own branding, how many rounds (laughs) (laughs) with your own business? Oh yeah. So this is funny because I actually just rebranded this summer. So (laughs) you'll see the new branding everywhere now. Yeah. But so I, Studio Gracia became a thing in 2015 and I'm Mm -hmm. currently on my third (laughs) like brand of that. Amazing. Um, Which I think is fair because I've kind of changed you know, brands evolve. So it's going to change eventually. And I always say too, this is like the hardest to design for myself (laughs) as well. Like I can do it for clients all day long, but I get stuck on myself. Right. 
So yeah, I've kind of changed. When I first started Studio Gracio, I was offering a bunch of different kinds of services. And then I narrowed down to branding. So that was one rebrand. And then I kind of narrowed my audience to like the serial entrepreneurs or rebranders. So that was the most recent rebrand. So mm -hmm. there was always some kind of catalyst to sure. me need to rebrand. Yeah. And yeah. this most recent one, I actually had been working on for like months and was stuck. And then in this group of designers I'm in on Slack, you know, somebody mentioned they're having a retreat for brand designers to work on their own brand. And I was like, this is what I need. <laughs> like, yeah. I need That's amazing. To, like, push me over that hump and give me like outside input because I'm like stuck on this. And that was super helpful. That was back in May this year. Mm. And so this summer I finally launched that, that new yeah. brand. Awesome. No, it's so true. You get stuck, especially if you're I don't know what it is, but it's, it feels like sometimes impossible to work on your own zone of genius for your own business, like it's strategy so, and operation. Thing, isn't it? yeah, it's my jam strategy. And I can't tell you how many plans and goals and this sheet and that sheet and all these spread, like all these things that I geek out over that I love that I like create once and it just sits there. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot that that was, <laughs> that was there. Cause you do it for everyone else. And that's kind of where your energy goes. And it's hard sometimes to like refocus back on on your business and making the intentional steps to, to do things for yourself. Yeah. yeah it, it's that. And it's also like, you know, you spend all day working on client stuff and sometimes you just don't have the mental right. capacity to tackle your own stuff. So it gets pushed to the back burner. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. And it's hard. I'm even thinking right now I have like my bookkeepers like, ma'am, you were supposed to get some stuff to me in July. And I'm like, that's oh, no. true. <laughs> <laughs> You are right. I can't even come up with an excuse that. Yep. Look, yes. That's on me. Sorry. That's, yeah. I'll get, that. I'll get that to you. What is something in the branding space? Some like expert guru, something, something said that you're just like, that's some BS or like that you don't <laughs> like, or that is just like irks you. That's like, no, stop telling people that or stop whatever that may be. Um, I don't remember who said this or where I saw it, but I see a lot of like the, you know, the empire entrepreneur is saying like, don't worry about your branding, just get like something up and running first, get a paid customer, test it out, you know, like stuff like that. And I understand what they're saying, like, you know, make sure your business is viable. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But at the same time, having that you know, having a clear idea of what you're trying to build, who you're trying to build it for and why people should choose you, which is at the core of branding, like having that figured out and communicating that in your visuals, in your copy and everything that can only help you. That can only make you more successful. So right. like that irks me when I see that advice. I'm like, mm, let's not ignore it. Like, yeah. And then it doesn't have to be, it may not be you yet. Right, but something that's like use a Squarespace template, use a yeah, something template, something consistent. For <laughs> at least put some thought into it. It doesn't have to right. be, you know, you don't have to go out and spend twenty thousand dollars with a brand designer to yeah. do everything for you. You know, you can get started simply. Just try to think about it strategically and mm -hmm. not just like, oh, I like this font. Like, <laughs> you right. know, like, yeah, a little bit more thought into it's it. True. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's that's such a good one in your time in business, what are some clients that have still stuck with you? Like the journey of creation that you think about often? Oh man, probably my favorite one is a client here in Austin. And he was going from being a homebrew 
beer maker to he wanted to open his own brew pub like an actual mm-hmm. physical location with yeah. you know taps and everything the whole whole nine yards and he's actually a friend of mine so that's how he came to me and he's like I want you to help me with this because he had like you know some little logo he'd done in like Microsoft Word or something for yeah. his homebrew stuff and he's like this is not gonna get me there sure And so, you know, before he even had like a retail space leased or like anything, we sat down, we did the brand exploration. Mm -hmm. We did, you know, the logo suite, the color palette, the fonts. We did some just faux labels for bears he, you know, wanted to do. Um, So things like that. And then he used that on a Kickstarter campaign to help with some of the funding for his physical location. And Mm -hmm. that was successful. And like, then when, you know, he had the build out happen on his location, you know, he even had me come in to consult on like the signage and like the paint colors on the walls and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's been open for a year now, almost a year, maybe two years. I don't know, but it's great. I love going there. I love like seeing, like, I literally helped like bring this to life and it's such a great feeling to see him so happy and like thriving with it. And like my branding helped with that. And it's just, yeah great feeling that's really cool and yeah to your point like yeah going to the store and seeing your labels out there and really oh, yeah. like I did that but yeah, yeah I was there and <laughs> they had funny. ideas and yeah 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 okay whatever but like I did that yeah <laughs> being able to step into that what is something that you wish you knew when you first started your business that you know now yeah Price by the value, not the deliverables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Because, you know, what the client sees is like, oh, you made me like a logo and a color palette and all that. But like all the stuff that goes on into that below the surface, like the brand exploration, the concepting, the sketching, the research, the competitive research, like mm-hmm. the refining, like all of that, the color psychology, like there's a lot of value packed into that, that, you know, the client doesn't necessarily think about before they work with you sure so that's been something I've had to learn along the way I wish I had learned that earlier (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely I mean I think that's a that's a common thing for everyone it's just under undercharging undercharging yeah underselling yourself and your time and your energy and your expertise and I think too and sticking with that I think when you do make that decision, you're like, this is going to, I've done the research or whatever feels good with me. And this is the price. The price is the price is the price. Dang it. And someone comes to you and they're like, that seems really high or I can't afford that right now or whatever the situation is. And it's like, okay, I am just not the right person for you right now. And I'd love to, you know, maybe connect you with other people or whatever Mm -hmm. the situation may be, but also like trying not to, at least for me, I've had to there's been a couple of times where I'm like, okay, well, where are you at? And maybe we can figure out something that may work. Right. And so you get to lead the discussion in adjusting the prices if it seems fit for the client or saying yeah. like, well, I'm not sorry. Like, you know, like, <laughs> sorry, but that's, that's like, the price, yeah. in your budget right now. And that's totally okay. Like come see me in six months or in a year or whatever, when this doesn't, I'd be happy to work with you. So yeah, setting those prices and, and being clear with that. But then also when challenged with that, (laughs) sticking to your guns with that, I think. Yeah. A big one I have is like, you know, people, uh, you know, tell them the package and get the price. And then we're like, okay, well, what would it be if we took out this? And it's like, they're trying to like piecemeal it. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) Yeah. Because while I'm already here doing this work, that portions of that work goes into this work and that goes into this work. Like it's all connected. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's something that's definitely hard to do, or it's no longer worth your time. If we're yes, being full honest, mm-hmm. it's no longer worth your time just to do, you know, piddly stuff. Item, yeah. The <laughs> item one, two, three, when like one through seven makes the most sense, you know, for your time and financially, of course, too, but yeah. yeah. That's another one I get. Like, I just, I need, I just need a logo, just a logo. Like they don't yeah. want to do the brand exploration. They don't want to do like all this. It's like, well, just a logo is not going to help your business because right. you know, sure. I can make it like pretty, but it, and that may be okay, but it's not going to like do any heavy lifting for you. It's not going to be long-term. It's not going to, you know, be strategic. Yeah. You're not going to have anything else to use it with because you don't have a visual system because I True. did just a logo. So sure. <laughs> yeah. And if you take just that logo and put it on a t-shirt or a water bottle or a beer can or mm-hmm. you know, napkins, I think I would assume like you're, you know, during that exploration, you're considering all of those things when you're yeah. putting that logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that is a hard, that is a hard one <laughs> for sure to balance your own time and energy and prices and sticking to your value. Yes. And it's been a, a work in progress <laughs> for me learning that and sticking to that for sure. Yeah, it always is for sure. What is something that you are most proud of in your career? Ooh, I'm still really proud of that brewery. <laughs> Brandon, to be honest. Like, I love that project. Like that's the one I go back to again and again. Well, I guess I'm also just proud of how much I've grown as a business mm-hmm. owner. Cause like I said, I knew nothing about business when I first started. So now, you know, I do things like a podcast guest appearances. I do my own marketing, social media. I handle my own books, although I'm going to be outsourcing that soon. Cause I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had to learn all of these different things to grow my business. And that's not necessarily like a you know, one day to the next, boom, like it suddenly right. happened. It's been a slow process, but I am proud of that. So yeah. Yeah. Amazing. If anyone is listening and they want to work with you and they're like, please come help me. I'm still <laughs> using that logo that I wrote on that napkin or my business <laughs> is changing or whatever. Where can they find you and connect with you? Yeah. My website is the best place to do that. So it's studio Garacio, G-U-E-R-A-S-S-I-O.com. And that's where you can look at my packages, look at my portfolio, book a free consultation. All of that is on my website. So awesome. Awesome. Well, so great chatting with you today, Amanda. Thank you for having me, Devonay. Yes. Thank you everyone for listening. Definitely go check out Amanda's page, go follow her on all the things (laughs) and do the same for me. And we will connect with you guys. Have a good one. to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.